Bald and Blonde. Welcome to the Mindset Evolution Podcast. Hear about tips, tricks, skills, tools, inspiration, mental hygiene. Know what you want and how to create what you desire to achieve predictable results and create a content life wherever you are. And here are your hosts, Kathy Tate and Daisy Pup. And hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of our amazing podcast, Bold and Blonde Mindset Evolution. I'm Kathy Tate, the Bold Warrior, your host from Down Under, and with me is Daisy Papp, your host from Florida Keys. Hi, Daisy. Hi, my dear friend. I'm so glad to see you again. It's my weekly highlight in the evenings when I see you brightly in sunshine, and it's pitch dark here on my end of the world. <laughs> it is lovely to see you. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, I've got a great topic today, Daisy. I'm really excited about this one because I think that it is so common. Mm. It just has to be talked about. So today's topic is don't take it personally. Oh, don't take it personally. Mm, that's a good one. Well, how do you do not take things personally? Let me hear all about that. <laughs> Put me on the spot. I love it. Well, <laughs> you know, this is something that I've had to really learn and really practice because um, I know certainly in my marriage, I would almost always take it personally and bring it onto myself. And having ended that relationship and done some personal growth, it's one of the things that I've begun learning is that it's their stuff. It's not necessarily my stuff. And it's not up to me to fix somebody else's stuff. It's only up to me to fix how I respond mm. and how I take that on board or don't take it on board. And so it's been easier for me to, I guess, detach from it. Unless, of course, it triggers me, which, you know, as evolved as you are, we still get triggered by things that need to be looked at within ourselves, I think. So I don't think that it's possible to ever perfectly never take it personally, but I certainly think we can limit what triggers us by working on ourselves at the end of the day. So I think underneath it, it's practice on yourself. And like we've spoken about in other episodes, trying to not react, but rather take a minute and slow down and respond without taking that person's stuff onto you. But I think especially as women, I think it's very common for us to do this because we're so emotionally attached to our families, to our children, to our partners, to our close family members or even close friends. As women, that emotional attachment, I think, can sort of blur and we do take a lot of stuff personally. Now, maybe it's the same for men. I'm not really sure because I'm not a guy. But as we talked about in a couple of episodes ago, there are quite big biological differences between how men's brains and women's brains work. So perhaps we'll have a guest one day and ask a man those things. Mm -hmm. But so tell me from your perspective, because you've learned a great deal about this. Tell me what you think. I think you explained a very important point by describing that you worked on yourself to not take things personally, and also that you've learned to 
not carry other people's baggage or emotional backpack because that's their responsibility and yours is yours. In one of my books, The Formula for Finding True Love, I even wrote about don't take it personally, but how? And in the meantime, while you were speaking, I just opened it up here and I haven't read it since a while because I'm, as an author, I write my stuff and then I read it many times during the editing process, but then I just put it aside and don't reread it. But here is what I found here in my own writing. It is a well-known fact that when we feel hurt, it has more to do with us than with the other person. One of my great teachers and mentors goes even further when he unequivocally states that it is never about the other person. Now, before I'm continuing to read my own writing, another teacher of mine, bless her heart, Vera, she described a very interesting point. When something happens in our lives that bothers us, and it evidently and eventually happens to all of us, that something happens that really bothers us. Yes. And she said, if it bothers you longer than 90 seconds, it's not about what happened, but it's about you. Mm. So basically, it's a trigger of something that we need to look at within ourselves. So now I'm going to continue reading what I wrote. It's mm. a great reminder for myself. So I'm learning my own stuff here, dear listeners. <laughs> Taking full ownership of our vulnerability is our responsibility to find our sore points. We all have them, more or less, is essential not to take anything personally. Don Miguel Ruiz mentions this as one of the four agreements in his book of same title. And now I'd like to give you another great example how to not take things personally, because it has to do with our own stuff, hmm? in quotes. I call it also our sore points, what you refer to as triggers. The trigger is something that's coming from the outside world. And what does it trigger? Hmm? It triggers an old wound that's never really healed. Yes. And Morgan Freeman, great actor, and of course I feel fond of him because he was one of the main actors in the movie Driving Miss Daisy, and of course I'm kind of fond of him. <laughs> he was interviewed by a journalist from Austria regarding discrimination and the disadvantage of Afro-Americans here in the United States. And the abstract that I'm referring to in the book is solely meant to be viewed psychologically regarding hurts and the sore points. So I'm going to read it as I wrote it in my book. She, the journalist, what happens when I say you are black? He, Morgan Freeman, nothing. She, why not? He, what happens if I call you Austrian stupid cow? She, nothing. He, why not? She, I don't feel it is addressed to me. He, see, me neither. She, is that the trick, to not take it personally addressed? He, yes. When you call me black, then you have the problem and not me, because you are using the wrong word. By me not feeling it addressed towards me, I am leaving you alone with your problem. Mm. Oh, that's powerful. I love it. Wise man he is. So, yes, it is like a gift. When I tell you you're a New Zealand 
mammoth tree. Hmm? Only if there's anything within you already, in your subconscious programs, past hurts, past referrals hmm, that could lead to some sore point within you, will you take it personally? Otherwise, you would think, hmm, she has an interesting observation of me. It's not that true. Now, when there's a person lying at times, by my humble experience, is usually the most upset when lied to. Hmm. My humble experience. I see it in sessions with business owners, with CEOs of big corporations, with wives, with husbands. And when somebody would confront them, oh, you're a liar or you're a lie, yes. I don't know if that word exists. I mean, the female <laughs> liar. <laughs> I don't think it has a sex. <laughs> they take it so personally only if it resonates with some sort of truth within them. They're either a liar, truly, lying at times, more or less frequently, or they have a sore point that's not healed where they were accused of being a liar, where they were a liar, or where they falsely were accused of being a liar, where they were not a liar. So you see, it goes really directly down to the root cause. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this is where the 92nd rule kicks in that my teacher Vera Birkenbiel said, that if it triggers you longer or it bothers you longer than 90 seconds, it's not it. It's within you. It's yours. Hmm? Yes, I have in talking about this realized that for many, many years in my prior life wearing wigs, that that's exactly what was happening. Because when I first stopped wearing them and went out bald, I would often get asked if I had cancer. Now, I don't have cancer, so it wasn't that question that was triggering me, but the fact I think that I had had a sister who had died of cancer, and that is what we believe first triggered my hair loss back when I was nine years old. So I was taking it very personally, this question, when the intention of the people asking it wasn't malicious, it was actually probably empathetic because maybe they'd gone through it or they'd had a family member gone through it and they either were curious about me or they wanted to say something nice about being a survivor. But for me, it was extremely painful because it was triggering what had happened to my sister and then people seeing me the same way was really, really hurtful. So I realised that how I took those questions revealed something much deeper about myself that I had to work on. And it wasn't until I actually tattooed my head and found a new self-acceptance around being bald that it stopped triggering me. You see, it is going deeper. Yes. And that was a very, very deep wound, as you can imagine. Oh, yes, I do. And I've seen parts and pieces in your inner world. Thank you for showing them to me in one-on-one in -on -one sessions we had. Can I say that? Yes, of course. Yes. I'm an open book to our listeners because I want to inspire them to also look at their stuff. So when somebody now calls me a liar, you know what happens? I'm going to smile at their face and I will ask them directly in their face, straightforward. I wonder where did you get that from? Hmm? And I wonder where is your lack? of trusting coming from. Hmm? 
I wonder how often you burnt your fingers. Or maybe is it you who was not as truthful as possible at times? Why? Because I'm sure of myself. It has not to do with self-confidence. It has not to do with self-value. It has to do with practicing honesty. You are how you behave. There you go. We go right back to episode number one. You see, I find it so funny. I really, really like that we recorded that as our first episode ever when we launched our podcast last year in August, that that was the first episode, Who Are You? Because it's so rich and it's the perfect setup for the story of the many seasons to come. Absolutely. I think it's a golden episode. And listeners, if you have not heard it yet, make sure you go straight after this and go and listen to it. It is, I think, an amazing introduction to why we have named our podcast Mindset Evolution. Hmm, Yeah. So how to not take things personally. I do believe that when we are attacked verbally, emotionally, sometimes physically, physically escape number one rule, call 911 or whatever is your emergency number in whichever country you're located at, because it's not okay. Physical violence is not okay. Emotional violence is not okay either. And (laughs) verbal violence is not okay. I'm very anti-violence personally. But when you're attacked, then look at where it comes from. Because a person stating whatever they state can only state something that's already in there. It's like a bottle of water. When it's empty, there's nothing more coming out of it. But if you fill it up with soap, next time out of the water bottle, it's not water coming out, but soap. So any human who is bringing towards you their judgment, their unkindly verbalized opinion hmm? or state of mind, mindset, Just look at it as a bottle, not because other people are bottles, but as a container that nothing can come out of them what's not already in there. Unless you help them put it in there, then it's yours as well. Not anymore, because you probably didn't in the past. But that is why it's so important that we become more aware how we behave at all times, at least most of the time. Yes, and I think it's also really, really valuable for us to sometimes step outside ourselves and observe our own selves and observe if we're reacting and observe how we feel when something happens. That's what I've tried to do myself is to start recognizing the things that are triggering me so I can figure out what it is that it triggered. We spoke of sore points or old wounds and I think that that's the nail on the head right there because often if we're triggered we'll just automatically blame the person who did it when in fact that's not what being triggered is about at all and like your friend said with the 90 second rule I think that's a golden nugget absolutely so observe yourself and the emotions you're having and if they hang around and often I know that when they hang around for me it kind of is a physical reaction as well as a mental one Mm. and then I know something's going on and I need to look 
closer. And don't get me wrong, people, it is not always a fun thing to do. It can be painful to look at these things. But the the good news is, is that once you do, you're not going to be triggered like that again and again and again, because you've cleared up that old wound or you've healed it or you've taken steps to make yourself better. So I think it's important that we realize we need to observe ourselves and our reactions and our feelings when something like a trigger happens instead of just automatically going, that was their fault. You pointed out something very important. Look at yourself from the outside, which is quite difficult. Why? Because we can only see ourselves usually when we look in the mirror or we close our eyes and then we envision things that may happen in the future or happened recently or in the long past. And then we may be able to see ourselves disassociatedly. Hmm? So not looking out of our own eyes while being in the memory back then or in the future moment, but like the fly on the wall or the cute little butterfly. Hmm? And then you're observing you. So you see you and the circumstances. That's one point. It's rather challenging to do that, especially when you're by yourself. When you're guided and you have a counselor or you have a coach or you have a therapist, then it becomes more easy because they don't let you go off the hook. Hmm? And the other thing is, actually, I like to turn it around. When something triggers me, I see it as a gift. Why? Yes. Yes, you've taught me this. I love this. Because you help me see something within me that I try to ignore, bury deeply under the carpet or flush down the toilet, and I wasn't as successful because it's still unhealed. And only when I'm healing these sore points is when then I can be in more situations that might in the past have triggered me, but no longer do. Why? Because it's healed. Yes. And in fact, I actually wrote that on my mirror, Daisy, that triggers are gifts. <laughs> and I love that because our whole podcast is about evolving your mindset and looking at things from a different point of view to enable yourself to grow. And I think that that's a golden one right there is to, instead of seeing the trigger as something painful or something's wrong with us, Let's look at it as an opportunity to heal something and become a better version of ourselves. Mm. I'm not saying that all gifts of those kind, of that sort, will be not painful. Oh, no, not at all. But it's the way you look at the opportunity that matters, right? That's right. And when we look at it as a gift, that helped me to look at sore points that I may have conveniently ignored Mm? or shoved under the carpet or dug into my backyard or thrown overboard. It's actually great because all these sore points within us are entitled to heal. That is how we then can stop self-sabotage, how we can stop self-inflicted misery. Mm? Stop feeling like a victim. Yeah, I agree with you. And then again, whatever might have happened in the past, I frequently work with victims of all kinds of horrible things that happened. There might be war, being falsely accused, being raped. It's a wide range. And when I speak to these clients in the moment, and they still feel in this very moment today, as if it happens right here, right now, 
then they're still victimizing themselves because what happened happened back then there once or over a period of time, but it's over. Who is it truly doing it to them right here, right now? It's them themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Why? Because in their own mind, they are the perpetrator and they are the victim. They are the observers. They are whomever was there in that scene who did step up or did not step up. So they are doing it to themselves. So now how not taking it personally in everyday life is truly the root to that is heal your sore points, heal your inner wounds so that you can be the observer of what's happening right here, right now, instead of a trigger comes, it hits my old wound. And what happens right here, right now, maybe like on a scale from zero to 10, being zero, it's not bad at all. 10 is the worst of the worst happening. Let's say it's on that scale on a level one, what really happens right here, right now in the present moment. But it feels to me as a 10. Why? Because it opens up all these sore wounds, these unhealed wounds, these sore points. And that's why it feels so gigantic, overwhelming, terrifying, horrible, painful, and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. And that's how we make things worse than they really are. Now, if there is a person in our life that is consistently pushing specific buttons, then I do believe it is very healthy to hold them accountable and put it out in words. But then again, let's go to communication. Speak first person singular. I do believe we had a podcast episode about that, right? In communication or such. It dawns on me <laughs> where we speak about first person singular, that I'm describing the observation as if I were a surveillance camera without emotions. Hmm? And I'm describing a specific behavior and I can say to the other person who is consistently trying to push my buttons, or that's my perception of what happens. I can tell them, I really wonder, is it possible that you mention specific topics frequently? Because to me, it appears as if you were testing my response to that. And I just wanted to make sure if there's something that's not spoken about and still in the open, because if that's the case, I'm more than happy to speak about this with you right now. So we can really kind of get that out of our way. You see, I didn't accuse the other person with one little hint. Yes. It's an art. Yes. And that can be a tough thing to do, but I think it's a learned skill, right? Communication. Mm, yes. Nevertheless, when you then previously address your sore points. Hmm? Okay, let me insert here something. Mental hygiene. How often do you brush your teeth? It's very personal and I don't want your answer. I'm just throwing it out there and just make your mind up and you may say one, two, five times a day, whatever it is. I'm not judging the number of how often you do it, but you do brush your teeth, I believe. Hmm? Now, how often do you brush your mind? Where's your mental hygiene? Hmm? It is a routine that can become a habit and therefore natural. And when we then are introduced to someone in our environment or someone just shows up, I had that happening to me in seminars or in workshops, that there was this one specific attendee who was just as if the person had known how to push these buttons, as if I wore some clothing where it says, push here, push there, push here. And interestingly, I like to address them first to get it out of the way, 
to make sure that I'm not taking it personally. And if I'm on the spot, then I use self-talk and I tell myself, this is very acute right now. This is not about life or death. And I'm going to have a closer look at it after the seminar is over, after the workshop is done, after this meeting is over. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what I mean by observe yourself, because for me, that's what I try to do. Even if I don't respond as well as I would like to, I still realize that something's happened. And later on, when I'm feeling less emotional, I kind of get it back out and go, okay, why did I react that way? What made me feel that way? What is the wound that that triggered in me? Because I'm now self-aware enough to notice when something is triggering me. Like years ago, I wasn't in that place and I would just be hurt. And then I'd sit in that hurt and then I'd feel like a victim Mm -hmm. and then I would be down on myself or I'd cry about it and sort of wallow in that feeling. Whereas now I feel like I've evolved enough to go, hang on, that made me feel like this. Why did it make me feel so strongly? And it's happening less often. So I know that Something I'm doing is definitely working. But that's my advice to you guys out there because this isn't the easiest thing to do, what we're speaking about. But with practice, it definitely becomes easier. And if you practice taking it back out later, I think when you're less emotional and with a clear head, have a look at what it was that hurt and then what that feeling was of hurt and what could that be related to from your past? Some wound is there and really try and have a look at it. And if you can find the wound, you can heal the wound, right? Yes. It is not as easy to do it by yourself. So even I can state that I'm on the self-development course since over 30 years and still some things pop up in my life and triggers that I, wow, where did that come from? It is very important though that we be honest with ourselves. How? That when something shows up, that we take it seriously and we don't ignore it and we do not minimize it. We can say, hey, you know, this is not a good time. I'll deal with you later. I promise, but not now. And then you just push it aside and you say, well, okay, so I'm going to get upset at 2 a.m. and 15 seconds. And then usually you're asleep or whatever. But then you can take care of it when you are in a different emotional state and in a more mental balanced state. It's very important. Yeah. I think the key there is to commit to yourself that you are going to take it back out later. Very important because you at least need to be able to take care of it because it's no one else who will. Yeah. Unless you Mm, do it. That's it. And shoving it in a box and locking it away, people, just means it will keep coming back. Oh, I tried. I tried. I would trust me. I tried too. (laughs) Oh, wow. And then it became bigger and bigger and stinkier and uglier and really overwhelming. Because it is also important to acknowledge that when we have a specific kind or specific type of trigger that is unhealed or not solved within ourselves, hmm, then similar wounds can attach to that. And then it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So I like to go to the root cause. I like to go to the first or the worst that shows up. There are several gateways I'd like to say how you can get there emotionally, physically, mentally, with imagination. And when we then 
become so artistic, hmm? like really a very skilled artist, that when something triggers us right here, right now, that we even openly stated to whoever it was who triggered us and say, I need to take a few minutes for myself because something really triggered me and I'm trying to find out what it is. I'll be back. Now imagine what happens. Wow. So now you shared with them that they did something that triggered you. You take full responsibility that it was happening within you based on something that they did or said or didn't do or didn't say. And that gives them time to reflect on themselves. Maybe they did or didn't do. Hmm? And it gives you time. And then when two people or a group of people then meet again, when it's kind of cleared the air, hmm, then we can find solutions more easily. So how to not yes. take it personally? Be Morgan Freeman and do not accept any gift or every gift. Be selective. When someone tells you something really awesome about you and you like it, take it. If someone tries to tell you that you're horrible, you're mean, you're rude, you're whatever, do not take it. First, have a look at it. You know what they do in terminals when there's some suspicious luggage, hmm? unobserved? They go in there with robots and then with cameras on it, and then they have a look at it. Do the same. Send your robot. Have a look at it from afar. What is really in there? Is it really dangerous or not? Do I want to accept it or not? That's it. Sometimes things arrive to my mailing address and I don't want it. You know what? Return to sender. Only because it's addressed at you doesn't mean it's yours. I think that that really explains this topic well. I think it's a good point of view to really reflect on and to be able to look at yourself and say, well, this is another way I can look at these things and maybe this will help me next time I am triggered to not react but to actually take responsibility for the wound that it hit. Well, it's yours anyways. It's like the arrow is whatever was said or done or the situation, but it's the fact that the arrows hit something that is the point. So what has the arrow hit? Mm. What inside us? Yeah, and if it was really rude what the other person did, then hold them accountable. That's another episode. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, that definitely is another episode. But we want to encourage you guys out there to empower yourselves because that's what we're all about. Mm. We're all about helping you be your best version. So like we mentioned earlier, make sure you go back and listen to our early episodes. We have some really amazing topics in there, starting with Who Am I?, which is all about we are how we behave. And it's such an important concept in empowering yourself. I think that everybody should listen to it. Yeah, I agree. And then remember, not everything that's thrown at you is yours. And if it bothers you longer than 90 seconds, have a look because then it is. Mm? Yes. Great tip. And I think that's it for today, guys. We thank you very much for your time and for listening to us. We thank you for your support in sharing our podcast with your family and friends. And we will see you next week for another awesome topic. Mm, yes. And thank you so much for the many reviews. So interesting. Here in America, I do not see the European reviews and those from North Africa and those from South Africa and those from New Zealand and Australia. 
because apparently Apple Podcast has it set up in a way that I can only see the reviews where they were made in the country where I'm at. But thank you so much because I hear it from people who listen to us that they wrote us a review and they send us screenshots. Thank you so much and keep on sending us these screenshots because we're so, so happy and we're so happy and really, really pleased because that is what I take personally. Yes. That what we are putting out there when we hear back from you, that it gave you such value and made you think and maybe even inspired you to do daily mental hygiene, then we are taking that very personally. And we are so happy to hear back from you. Thank you so much. And there you go. It is sometimes okay to take things personally. You <laughs> heard right. it from Daisy herself. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I choose what I take personally and not. <laughs> Absolutely. And like we teach, everything at the end of the day is a choice, right? That's right. Thank you so much for listening in. We are Bald and Blonde. Mindset Evolution. Talk to you soon. See you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution podcast. If you love what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast. In our show notes, you'll find the link to our Facebook group, where you can personally connect with Daisy and Kathy, and the link to our website, where you can find all of our previous episodes and much more of goodies so you can get more value. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. That really helps out the show and helps us to get some powerful feedback from you. Talk to you soon.